0: All right, let's get started. Ready to start? Yes or no? Okay, so Josefina, say hi, please. Hello there. All right, great. Why, why do I mention Josefina specifically? Well, we had a, a very good session with her team before the call, and I changed, so I don't have the slices, I changed the topic from uh, what I wanted to discuss today to this very specific topic. So, Josefina, has leads for her team right so the question is how do we handle those leads right Josefina so if you want to if you want to elaborate a a little bit on that and, and what was the reason the main reason for that call
1: well yes the main reason was um with my my team members that are they're fairly new also in the business um I generated um leads for international buyers and last week on Thursday we went and visited four developers in Orlando Florida that sell for short-term rentals so for foreign national investors that are looking for short-term rentals so the idea was going taking them myself teaching them so they could shadow the process of what we do when we visit a builder and and see what inventory they have the questions to ask and whatnot and also get familiarized because now they got hand over bunch of leads, and they will continue on on a weekly basis. That now they are accountable for calling and and you know trying to convert the leads. So I invited Orlando to our my Monday meetings that I do it right before the coaching call. It's kind of like a way of keeping them engaged all the way through the coaching call as well. Um, and it was it was a great session. It was pretty much ask Orlando how can you know what tips and coaching can you give these agents on how to address when they now that they're gonna be start calling these leads um, on -on one-on-one.
0: And the reason that I I changed the topic that I have prepared for today is that so many of you are going through this process, right? You're generating leads. And now the question is, okay, how do I handle those leads? So I want to give you, uh, seven, seven points that I want you to write down in the process of generating the leads. And then Josefina, if you want, since we are working with international clients specifically, with, uh, with uh, rental developments or or return, et cetera. We, we can go into that, right? Uh, but I want to generalize it. How do you work with leads, whether they're buyers, sellers, investors, internationals, or locals, right? So let's get started with the first thing that I want to mention to you. Number one, understanding your numbers. Please write that down. That's key. That's number one. Not, nothing supersedes that. Understanding your numbers. Why understanding your numbers is so, so, so important? Well, understanding your numbers takes you to point number two, which is it lowers your level of frustration. right? Point number two, lowering. you want to lower your level of frustration. That's key. When handling leads, you want to lower your level of frustration. So let's go back to number one. Understanding your numbers, what do I mean by that? So let's say, and we did this same uh, math in the call with Josefina this morning. Let's say you want to close three transactions this month, this week, today, this quarter. It doesn't really matter. Sometimes the question is, but how long does it take to do that? It doesn't, it's irrelevant. It's as long as, you know, how long it takes you to get to those numbers. So if you want to close three people, Right. Three. If you want to have three closings, you're going to multiply that times five. Three times five is how much? Fifteen. Fifteen. Very good, Gonzalo. Fifteen means the number of leads you need, Gonzalo. OK, people that said to you, I want to work with you. I'm ready. I'm able. I have the money. Right. Right away. So You will find 15 people, but only three will close with you. 12 said no, 12, right? So in order to find 15 people that are willing, ready, and able, you multiply that that times 5. 15 times 5 is how much? 75. 75. There, There you go. So I need to speak to 75 people. I need to speak to 75 people. Leads. Speak, not call. Leads. So I generated a bunch of leads. Now I need to reach out to them. Got it, Zafina, very important. So you generated a bunch of leads, but you are not going to be able to talk to, to all of them. It's never 100%. But you need to speak to 75 Out of those 75, 60 are going to say, I was just curious. I'm not interested. Maybe call me in the future. I'm already working with somebody else. 60 out of 75. 60. And out of those 60, all right, only 15 are going to be interested. And out of those 15, only three are going to do business with you. Does that make sense? No. All right, like 60, say no. 60 say no. And out of those 15 that says, said yes, 12 are not going to do business with you. So I was talking to Josefina and Marsha, who is right here. Juan Manuel is also right here. I see a few of you here today. It is important to understand our numbers. So we go to step number two, so we lower our level of frustration. What do I mean by that? Well, most real estate agents get into the industry and they don't have a clear perspective of what it takes to be productive, to get to a certain level of production. So they do a couple of open houses. They don't see anything happening in those couple of open houses. And what do they do? They stop doing the open houses. They say it doesn't work. Then they jump into postcards. They jump into doing postcards. They do a couple of postcards. They don't see any results. And what do they do? They quit. And then they do an email marketing campaign or two. They do it twice. They don't see the results immediately. What do they do? They quit again. So they keep quitting activities that are very productive. But since they don't know what it takes to be productive in that activity, they just keep quitting. Does that make sense? So I was. Given the example of a baseball player, right? A baseball player fails. If, that, if a baseball player fails seven times out of 10, he'll make it to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. To the Hall of Fame. He'll be a millionaire, a multimillionaire for the rest of his life. Even 40 years after retirement because they keep play, paying them anyways. When you get to the Hall of Fame, you get paid $750,000 for the rest of your life. They understand and, and they are so happy. They're not frustrated that they fail seven times out of 10. They're so happy that they were able to succeed only three times out of 10. So understanding your numbers is so critical because it will, will allow you to lower your level of frustration, frustration which will allow you also to keep going. And understanding that you've, you hear this phrase before that every no. Gets me closer to a yes. That I gotta go through the no's in order to get to the yes. Does that make sense? Now, step number three, and I put it here: pre-qualify. Pre-qualify, pre-qualify, pre-qualify. If you want to stay within those numbers, which is 20%, that times five that I asked you to do, it's just a 20% ratio. That is a guaranteed, right? If you Peak to 75 leads, 15 are going to be interested. And you're going to close three of those. That is a guarantee, all right? It's going to happen. Now, you got to be willing to go through the process. Which, by the way, it's much easier, way easier and faster and less time than working in a bank or having a job. All right. So number three is pre-qualify, right? Remember, guys, in our modules, you have the whole pre-qualifying module. I highly suggest not only you watch that once, but many times. Right. So I'm going to show you exactly where to get it. Go to the pre-qualifying modules and also download the pre-qualifying guide. Right. So most of you know how to get it for for those of you who are newer To the coaching, I'm going to show you right here. Share my screen. So I want you to go to start coaching right here. And then you select English, of course. And then you go to the pre-qualifying module right here, which is module number 10. You click in there and you'll see the videos, the course, the assignment right here. Okay. Module and then the assignments. That's step number three. You need to become a master, a master at pre qualifying. And here's the whole guide the whole guide for pre qualifying buyers and sellers right here. You have it all. I want you to watch the module, which is going to teach you how to use this guy right here you have everything right here you need to pre-qualify a client so that's step number three now step number four please write it down step number four it's all about following up if you're new to the business Mm. I need you to follow up what's the idea what's the goal in coaching the goal in coaching is to get you to a point where you never, ever, 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 ever again do a follow-up call. That's the goal. Most people are not there yet. Got it? So the idea is that you have so many leads, so many people interested on buying and selling, And so many people interested on hiring you for the job of buying or selling a home that you never follow up ever in your life, ever. You're ready. We do the transaction right away. You're not, I don't even call you. You call me when you're ready. I'm not saying to be a, you know, uh, rude or anything like that, but you only work with people and, and and the higher you you go. And, and uh, I was in a mastermind in Puerto Rico three months ago. Uh, and one of the questions that, that was asked in that group, you know, what's your follow-up method? And all of us said, we don't have a follow-up method. We, we do not follow up. We just don't follow up. We have so many people that are interested in having a conversation right away, in our case, to be part of part of our team, right? Or to be part of coaching that there's no follow-up. You're ready yet. You're not ready. I completely understand. I respect that you're not ready yet. You call me when you're ready. Next, we want to work with people that are ready. I want, I want you to get there, right? But in the meantime, you need to do the follow-up, all right? Follow-up is usually the, the, what, what, where most people, you know, break the process. And after the follow-up, I put it right here, step number five, learn to present. And this is Sosafina when I went a little bit generic. It depends on where you're talking to, right? If you're talking to a buyer, learn to present to a buyer. If you're talking to a seller, learn to present to a seller. Right. If you're talking to an investor, let's to present, learn to present to an investor. And if you are selling pre construction, learn to sell per construction, present per construction. Now, how do you learn how to present? Well, I'm going to share my screen one more time. I'm going to go here. You go to the modules, back to the modules, right? And you are going to see right here, module number 11, I'm sorry, module number number 12 is a presentation. How to present? You click in here, you watch the modules. You need to learn how to present. So step number one, understanding your numbers. Step number two, making sure you lower your level of uh, frustration. Step number three, pre-qualify. Step number four, following up. Step number five, learn how to present. Step number seven, Learn how to handle objections. That's number six, I'm sorry. Learn how to handle objections. And number seven, learn how to close. Are they clear? Are the steps clear for you guys? I'm going to have a slide next week so we can review it. Learn how to close. Those seven steps will allow you to handle a lead the proper way. That's it, nothing else, nothing more. Josefina, anything else that you get feedback from your team today, before we have this session today? Anything else you want to add, question, comments? Any of you guys, we have have 60 people in the call today. So any questions, comments about how to handle leads? What, What challenges are you having right now with your leads, Josefina?
1: Um, for, for the, for following up with leads, I mean, I, I tell, I tell my team and and you tell me if it's correct or not, should they be calling the leads as soon as they get in or whenever throughout the day, or should they time block the time when to call the leads?
0: Um, The lead should be called immediately. As soon as they get the lead.
1: Okay.
0: That the purpose of a call is to get them to a second call to the follow call to the following call does that make sense so josefina i will go immediately into step number three Right. The first two are more technical in terms of your mindset, right? Understanding your numbers and then lower your frustration level. Now, Number three is all about pre-qualifying. Hi, Josefina. I noticed that you downloaded the guide to investing in South Florida. I know that you are from Colombia, Dominican Republic, Chicago. Like, well, it doesn't really matter, right? So now tell me, what is it exactly that you're looking for? Remember the five pre-qualifying questions? What, where, why, when, how much? So I go immediately into the question. There are set questions that are open-ended for a purpose. I want her to talk. I want to discover what is it exactly she wants. I need her to tell me how to sell her. Got it? I need her to tell me how to sell her. All I want to do is listen. So tell me, what is it exactly that you're looking for? Is it a home, townhouse, apartment? Number two, and I want to go very details, one-bedroom, two-bedroom, three-bedroom, city view, ocean view, right? Low-rise, high-rise, describe for me the perfect property. I, I need to know that before I sell her into something. Number two, where? If you're in Orlando, if in you know what area of town, when you come to Orlando, where do you like to stay? You've come to Orlando before? Yes, when was the last time you were here? What was the part of Orlando that you like the most? Do you have family here? Do you have investors? If they are investors, right? have any of your friends, co-workers, or family members invested in a property in Orlando? Yes, which one? This one in particular, did you like that property? So it makes your, your, your uh, process uh, easier. So where is number two? Number three, why? Why an investment? Well, I want to increase my return. Why do you want to increase my return? Well, I'm going to pay 0.2% in the bank. And I want to increase my return. Okay, so what would be a good return on your property? A realistic return that you would be happy with? 15% return. It's not going to happen in a lot. Right? I want to know exactly what is it that they're looking for? Why? I'll Okay, it's an investment. And what is it that you're looking for? 6%. Definitely, we can get you 6%. So when, Josefina, when are you planning to make this investment? When? In the next three months. Can it be sooner? Because if I find you what you're looking for, where you're looking for for the same for the exact reason, which is to get 6.5%, can you get an offer on the property right away? Can you make an offer on the property right away? You know what? Yeah, I can. Or no, I don't have the money yet. All right, so I know that is a client for the future. And the final question is what? How much? How much have I talked about? you know, his friends, my friend, if he likes to play tennis, golf, tell me a little bit about your family. Oh, you're from Colombia. I have some friends in Colombia. No, they're not interested on that. It's a consultation. Got it. And I want to make sure that I get those five, those answers to my five questions as soon as possible, because in the case they have to go to another meeting, I already know what to look for. Does that make sense? So Josefina, we call them immediately. And in that conversation, we're going to discuss Mr. Investor, Mr. Buyer, Mr. Seller, five critical questions that I need to identify the answer to in order to help you achieve the goal of buying that investment property. Does that make sense, Josefina? Yes. Great. So let's start with the first one. Remember, Josefina, there were five. You see how many times I repeated the numbers the five, the, because it's on a structure. When you mention there are X number of steps, you are telling your client there is a method. You're telling your client that you are prepared. You're telling your client that it's a structure that you follow. And that's how you eliminate the competition, because most of your competitors don't have a structure. Most of your competitors are not trained so they start talking and taking orders whatever very, very disorganized and when you follow this process they follow the process too and you position yourself at a much much higher level got it that's why we need that structure all right Josefina so we go through that process right so orlando how long should
1: One that second.
0: process take the, the, way we're, the way i close let me finish with this and then we're going to the, the way uh-huh. we close this conversation it's by setting up the second remember the purpose of every single meeting is to what to set That's another an meeting. exactly mm-hmm. to set another meeting
2: mm-hmm.
0: got it so this is what i'm going to do Josefina i'm going to get into the system I'm going to look for exactly what you're looking for, where you're looking for, for the reason for investment property you're looking for. All right. And I want to make sure that I show you what's available right now, because what's available today might not be available tomorrow or the day after. All right. So when is the best time for you to get on the phone again in a zoom call? We want to do it in a zoom call, not a phone in a zoom call. right. Where I can show you the properties you're looking for, what you're looking for in the area you're looking for and the return you're looking for. That is exactly what I'm going to do right now. How soon can you do that? Because the sooner I get you onto the Zoom call, the sooner we can see them. The market is very active right now and we want to act with a sense of urgency. When are you ready to have a second call? The purpose of a meeting is to what? To set? Another meeting. Exactly. And I need to create that sense of urgency. Josefina, the market is extremely active, right? Properties are moving very, very fast. So if you truly want to find that property where you want it with that return, once I identify it, we need to get into a Zoom call immediately. So you tell me, how soon can we meet again? Got it? All right, Josefina, let's continue. You had a question.
1: Yeah, that pre-qualifying, um, how long should, I, should that conversation usually take?
0: No more than seven minutes. No more than seven minutes. Got it? Very quick. I said, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I take about an hour. Yeah, you take about an hour when you only have one client. But believe me, when you have 15, 20 clients to take care of, you hardly get to five minutes. You got to go very quick. The reason agents take an hour with a client is because they don't have any other clients. That's the only reason they take an hour. The reason agents take an hour with a client is because they don't have any other clients. And I know you have many clients, but guys, if you had a hundred clients to take care of, would you take an hour with each client? No, you would go, exactly, Jose, exactly, Juan Manuel, you would go straight to the point. The reason we take so long is because we don't have any other client. Why doctors take five minutes with you? Because they have 80 more people to see. They gotta go quick. They gotta get to the point. They don't have time for the converse. Oh, you play golf? Tell me where you play golf. Really? Oh, I love golf too. You don't have time. You got people to take care of, right? The only reason people take an hour in a conversation with a client is because they don't have any other client. Imagine you having a hundred clients. How long would you take? That's the answer. Quick, it has to be quick. And, And Jose and Jenny are laughing, right? Uh, it's because it's the truth. I see people say no, 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 no. I I take usually forty to fifty minutes. Yeah, because you don't have any other client. Got it? All right. So, Josefina, the next question. And Monica now is laughing too. Right. But it's but it, it's the truth. We want to go to. to by, by the way, by going to the point, I argue. It's an argument, right? I can be. You know, people have different opinions. By by having a short conversation my argument is that i provide better service way better service why first i'm not wasting my clients time meaning i'm more efficient with their time and second right i gotta be very very to the point i'm very agile paying very a lot of attention all right so i can get the best information from my client i have to be a structure right structure meaning I'm saving time for my client if i'm taking 40 50 minutes i'm not actually serving my client the way i should because i know i can do it in less than 10. got it all right so always remember if you're taking 40 50 minutes with a client it's because you don't have any other client all right Josefina go ahead
1: i challenged my team after our meeting to think of a question to bring to the meeting today so let's see if any of them did their quick homework. If no, we're
0: going to, if no, we're going to other questions. What other questions I, do you have recorded? I,
2: I, go ahead. I actually have oh, a question. God. What if you have a client that loves to talk and you have a relationship uh-huh. with that client, but you want to be diligent in, you know, like you said, you know, respecting their time, but they love to talk and you just don't want to talk anymore because you got to get going, right?
0: Like, <laughs> love that question Juan so here's a beautiful thing about zoom right so always going to a meeting setting up the right expectations remember what I did this morning what did I what did I do this morning with you guys I said to you I have how many minutes 50 minutes and then I said and look at and I said right I not only said how many minutes but at what time the call was going to be done
2: Yep. Oh, okay. So you already you see
0: that was on purpose. There was just something it, it's on purpose. I got 50 minutes. I gotta be done by 9:40,
2: 9:50. Okay. So you but set so, the expectation.
0: From the beginning. So now it's like, well, this guy's rude, man. This guy's leaving the call. No, no, no. Listen, I got 15 exactly. minutes for you, and I'm gonna give you everything. I didn't start talking about my vacation. How is everything with you? No, I went right into the point, right? and I set the expectations from the beginning. So if you set the expectations from the beginning, the client is not gonna be mad. Those are the expectations, right? So the beautiful thing about Zoom is that nobody gets mad. Everybody knows that they gotta be there at nine, right? And if the the Zoom call finishes at at 9.30, everybody's okay with 9.30, and that's the beautiful thing about it, right? So when you go into a call or when you go into a presentation with a client, one, always say, how long is it gonna take? And at what time you have to finish? both because sometimes it's all you know, I got, a, I got 50 minutes, but to them, okay, it's 50 minutes, but I don't know what time it started. I got 50 minutes until 9 45. All right. So is, is that okay with you? Got it. So they already know.
2: I, I also do have another question. Please, uh, have- that's the
0: idea. that's the idea. Go ahead.
2: All right. Um, it's really not regarding the, the, the seven steps that you mentioned. It's more, okay. I'm a new agent literally 30 days Mm -hmm. in the business Mm -hmm. but as far as showing uh potential clients homes right Mm -hmm. right now i have two methods of transportation either uber Mm -hmm. or maybe a family Mm -hmm. member taking me Mm -hmm. to that right so as a new agent uber can get expensive Mm -hmm. right um Mm -hmm. what are ways that i can i guess minimize my expense with that i know at the end of the day it'll pay off
0: but very simple for a hundred dollars you can get a used lease car or a new lease car get a car right away it's far okay deep. well
2: and the reason why i mentioned it is because i'm actually waiting on the medical board to approve my license right. Right. that's that that's the reason why i'm using those transportations okay right th- th- that method but okay so
0: so okay, very good. no, but, but important also one refer it to somebody else in the team right now. Okay. So work okay. for mind, okay. the follow up, the okay. presentation, the handling of objections. But let, look, like me, I haven't shown shown a property. I, I don't know in the last. I, I think in the last ten years, I show one property, which is for my uh, my roommate in high school and in in, uh, in college. Right. He, okay. his, his Leonardo is a very good friend of mine, and I just want to yeah. spend time with him. You know, so we went right. to uh, hide in, uh, in, in Highlander Beach and he bought a beautiful apartment right there. And I went with him because I wanted to go with him, okay. right? But I, I don't go, by the way, I don't go to any showings at all, ever. It's a waste. Okay. Sorry, guys, but I want you to get to a level where showing a property is a waste of your time. That's where I wanted to get to, all right? I never show a property. So a few years ago, it was who showing the properties for me. My brother, Daniel, you know, Daniel, he was showing properties for me, but he got to a level that now he doesn't show the properties. We have two people in the office who we show, uh, who, uh, who show properties for us. Got it. So you don't need to go show the property. You need to be the consultant, right? You need to learn how to, how to, how to prequalify, how to follow up, how to present, how to handle objections and how to close. And when you set the right expectations and even for, listen, one of the most expensive properties that I've sold in Miami is a, a penthouse of Privet, a penthouse in Privet. You know how many times I went to Privet to show that property? Zero. I never went. I never went. But I pay my brother and you can ask him tomorrow, right? I'll pay you $2,500 to show those properties to my client, whether they close or not. And I knew he, they were going to close. Never showed the property, ever went to the property. After the owner invited me, my client invited me, you know, to see the property, whatever. And it was nice. I, I'd be there once, but never through the sales process. And I wrote a check to my brother for $2,500. And he said, you know, in two days, and he did it in two days. It was already very efficient. So in two days, he made $2,500. Got it? Okay. So right now, maybe you don't have the money to write a check to somebody else, but refer it. And get a piece okay. of the commission you're saving anyways a lot on transportation okay. on time yeah.
3: etc
0: so okay. you don't have a, you don't need a car as a matter of fact you shouldn't be on the car i i have a, a very high-end client uh nancy bachelor many of you know her she is one of the top three uh agents in miami female agents in miami big big time and i get mad at her sometimes because she likes it and she's like "What are you doing showing property nancy said, oh you know I, I you know i like it yeah you know you, know, but you shouldn't right you should be spending the time with your client at, at dinner, right? After 5 p.m., 6 p.m., you know, at least your time with your dinner, building the relationship. I'm not saying not to build a relationship. Yeah, but showing the properties, building relationship. Yeah, you can build a relationship, but after hours. And by the way, by the way, she, she does something very interesting. She has a very nice boat. She lives on the water in Miami Beach. And she takes the clients on the boat with with the family. Now, okay, now that's building a relationship. Because on the boat, guess what? After two and a half miles, there is no cell phone signal. Now you have the client for yourself. Now you're truly building a relationship. Got it? Let your team refer that to somebody else that show the property, all right? Guys, this morning we were talking on a radio show. It's We are in the age of leverage. The people that leverage win. The people that do not leverage lose. Got it? So, what is that thing about leverage? Leverage is what your broker is doing with you, which is amazing, which is great. What you want is to learn how to leverage yourself. Right? Remember Rockefeller in the 90s? I think I saw Thomas around here. Oh, there is Thomas. Thomas, one of my favorite uh, quotes that you mention all the time. The first one that I mentioned when I met you in the, in the Miami Real Estate, when I was interviewing you for the Miami Real Estate Show, which is, I'd rather what? i rather have 1% of the efforts of 100 people than 100% of my own efforts. Basically. Exactly. i rather have 1% effort of 100 people than 100% of my own effort, right? What 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 are brokers doing? Leveraging the effort of, X number of agents. What are team leaders doing? Leveraging the effort of X number of agents. Now, are you leveraging also your time? We live in an age of leverage, guys. Are you leveraging? Are you using leverage? Or are you being leveraged? These are the conversations that I want to have with you guys. So Juan Manuel, in this case, you're leveraging, right, the effort of other people, right? You're referring that business. You get a piece of it, smaller piece of it, like Thomas said, 1%, but of 100 deals, not 100% of your own deals. Does that make sense, guys? Hopefully you understand that. That's hopefully you understand that, right? And that's why our coaching is always being focused. One, that you are new to the business is the four stages, right, of a real estate the progress of a real estate agent number one is working with rentals right tenants great and you know already that and marco who's here every single week and marco Barrios has been here marco say hi please he's been here like for 10 years i don't know how 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 he doesn't hate me or tire of me because he doesn't miss a session oh my god he's gonna say the same thing again (laughs) but yeah the four steps right number one working with tenants but after a while You are tired of working with tenants. You already have some money. Just start working with buyers. But then after working with buyers for a while, you realize that working with sellers is when you start getting leverage. That's where you start getting leverage. Why? Because now you are not doing all the work. The buyer's agent is showing the property, doing the comparables, making the, who's writing the offer. The buyer's agent who is negotiating the buyer's agent who is helping the buyer get the financing the buyer's agent right but the seller agent what is he doing just leasing the property now he sits back in the office right and has his assistant not even him leverage his assistant to set up the appointments for the buyer's agent who's showing his property leverage can you have can you work with five buyers the same day? Yes or no? No, you can exactly, Exactly. You can't. But can you have five, 10, 15, 20 listings? Of course you can. That's leverage. But there is a much bigger leverage. What is that bigger leverage? A team. And that's what we want to get you to work with a team, to develop your own team. And that's why we are so passionate about that. Because now that you have a team, now the leverage is much bigger, which is what every broker does, which is, Everything that you should be doing, your long-term goal, starting today, developing that is what? To have your own team, not to become a broker, to have your own team. That's the key. Why? Because we know that real estate agents don't retire. Real estate agents die in the process. They never stop. So I think I deviated a little bit, but one, uh, that question that I don't have a car, it's not an impediment, right? I never use the car because I never show up. I never use the car for the process of, process of selling a home because I never, ever show a property. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. Perfect. Good question. Next question. Okay. Next question. Let's see. Let's see. What question do we have? What comment do we have? Any questions or any comment? Ada had a question? What is that you have in the back, Ada? That's a beautiful door right, right there. Well, that's pretty cool. All right. But right. any questions, Josefina? Anything else you want to add? Anything else? Um, No,
1: I think right now, I think it's pretty clear. I mean, very important for the new agents to go into those modules, review them, see them, do the assignments, and, and obviously be on the call every Monday.
0: So. Every, yes. every Monday. It's critical that you are in this call. All right. So I had something prepared, but I didn't open it. Uh, and I don't, I can't find it right now. So let's see. I think I have some, uh, some. Questions. Good morning, hi everybody from Barcelona, Spain. Javier from Barcelona, Spain. Very nice. By the way, Javier, I'm going to Madrid uh, from the, uh, from the 9th, from the ninth to the seventeenth of uh, September. So if you can be around uh, Madrid, I'll be more than glad to meet with you. Have some, uh, some coffee, some cappuccino around around Parque El Retiro. I think my brother is going to Barcelona for a couple of days. Anyways, uh, William, I have a great story to share about an agent helping them uh, show properties. Please go ahead, William. Where's Bill? Bill. Yeah, I'm right here. So
3: uh, just kind of a dovetail or a caveat off from uh, what uh, Juan was referring to, you know, um, you know, Montiel, or I should say, Orlando, you know, my story, uh, Tanya and I just moved to Miami and relocating. So I have a lot of clients in business in uh, Tampa, where I, you know, resided from for the last three years. Right. EXP is a great referral source. Uh, just reach out to the uh, EXP um, through workplace. And um, I ended up having a client that wanted to see properties from naples all the way up to ocala and Mm -hmm. uh it took uh, a lot of uh a lot of uh coordination and contact and phone calls and but in the middle of all that i was actually moving and closing on a home and our new home in miami able to manage all that with uh with exp other agents out there and doing the referral Mm -hmm. and as a result uh we got a house under contract it'll close here shortly for seven hundred and fifteen, and I never saw the property. I just sent the list.
0: That's leverage. That's leverage. So, leverage. As, and, and William is with EXP. Many, many agents are from different companies. We have people from EWM, Cobalt Banker. William, Bill is with EXP. The question is, are you using your referral network in your company? In your company, all right? Right now, Liam is with a company that we worked for many, many years with, which is Macken, all right? Are you using the referral network that you have in your company? Right. Macken has over 150, 160 agents. eXp have many too. Back. Are you using your referral network? If not, talk to your broker. Today, today, how can we utilize and maximize the referral network? Look at that, $750,000 property. And Bill says, I never saw the property. That is leverage, guys. That is exactly what we're asking you to do. All right. So I-, I wanted to touch the basis and I am going to get started. And I don't have the present. I was looking for the presentation right away. But I want you to that we were talking last week about different ways that are not helping you. All right. Nine ways of thinking that are not letting you grow your real estate business. All right. Next week, I promise you, I have all the slices because I didn't have it prepared because I jumped into what this uh, topic today was on how to handle leads, which is very, very, very important. If you don't have any questions, I'll go into the nine ways of thinking that are not letting you grow your real estate business, all right? Uh, so I'm going to give you the first three today, and then I'll give you the slices for next week because it's very, very important. So number one, right, is the business where, okay, who am I? Who am I? Most real estate agents are thinking, oh, what are you? I'm a real estate agent. Well, I argue that you are way more than a real estate agent. You're a business owner. You are a business owner. The moment you start thinking as a business owner, right, the way you behave, the way you communicate, and the way you act completely changes. right? And that has been the goal of our coaching since we started, is to help you realize that you are not just a real estate agent, that you are a business owner. You need to put yourself in a salary you need to have assistant, right? And I understand sometimes you're not in the financial situation to have a full-time assistant, but you need to have at least a part-time assistant. So that's number one. I want you to change your mentality from a real estate agent to what? To a business owner. Number two, you hear me say this before. What business are we in? Let's see if some of you catch, have the answer. What business are we in?
1: marketing
0: marketing <laughs> exactly all right forget about selling or buying properties no you are in the business of marketing meaning i need to become a master at marketing very 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 good so most agents don't ever think about marketing and that's why the production is not exactly where they want it to be all right Very, very, very important. A lot of people think about expectations. They have those expectations. And I want to go into that very quick. Uh, And Josefina, we touched that in our previous call, right? So usually, all right, our production doesn't rise to our level of expectations. It usually falls to the level of our preparation. Got it? One more time. Our production doesn't rise to our level of expectation. I expect to make $100,000. No, no, no. It usually falls to the level of our preparation. I don't want you... The, the main goal, the main goal is not monetary. It's not to have, it's to become. Explain that, Orlando. You're getting to hoo-hoo, ha No, no, no. The main goal is not to make $100,000, let's say. The main goal is to become an agent that generates $100,000. Many of you say, many of you say, I want to become. I, I, I want to work. It's not become. I want to work. In, I want to work the luxury market. Are you a luxury agent? Hmm. You see the big difference between I want to make a quarter of a million dollars or I'm an agent, all right? I'm a top producer. Top producers, let's say, a quarter of a million dollars or more. All right, I want to make what a top producer makes. Are you a top producer? I was saying to Josefina, I have like six or seven different tennis rackets. But I'm not a tennis player. I play tennis. But I'm not a tennis player. See the big difference? Now, there's a big difference between having a real estate license and being a real estate agent. You are licensed. Now, being a real estate agent is completely different. So I want you to think in terms of becoming instead of having. I wanna sell 20 properties. Okay, are you the person that can sell 20 properties? I wanna produce a a quarter of a million dollars a year. That's a top producer. Are you a top producer? So when we start changing that way of thinking, I'm a business owner. I'm in the business of marketing. The goal is not to have. The goal is to become. Then the way I act and the way I behave in a daily basis is completely different and consistent with what I want to have. Becoming it's the key. All right. So another point that I wanna uh, I wanna make. Another thing. Another thing that keeps agents from achieving their goals. I already tried that. I already tried open houses. I already tried postcards. I already tried email campaigns. Yeah, you tried it before, but were you, did you have enough frequency and consistency? And did you know how to do it? Got it. So maybe you tried something in the past. It didn't work, but maybe it didn't work because you didn't know how to do it. So when somebody comes to you and says, "Well, oh, I did it. I did it already, right? But it didn't work." The question is, "Do you know how to do it?" Does that make sense, guys, to you? All right. So I think I have two comments right here. Uh, Javier says, I'm "Marketing." Yeah, and Maureen. Maureen says, "Marketing, marketing, marketing." Exactly. All right. No more agents know how important it is branding for their own business. The properties are not the most important. The most important is you. Exactly. Right? So people buy way more into people than they do into products. Got it? People buy way more into people than they do into products what does that mean you see those big 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 brands right apple you know some people argue apple is the best some people argue say they hate apple but at the end of the day why so many people buy apple you're buying into their culture their philosophy right cars same thing is the branding are you branding yourself as a unique and superior to your competition. On the 26th of this month, this event is in Spanish. For for those of you who speak Spanish, you need to register immediately. And if you haven't registered yet, it's a free event. It's going to be in Miami. We do it every 45 to 60 days. It's only for 300 people. We can not fit anybody else, only for 300 people. And we are on the main topic is How to eliminate your competition and start dominating your market. How to eliminate your competition. You don't want to compete. Compete is boring. Dominating is a lot of fun, right? Do you know any other coaching company in Spanish in the United States? We dominate the whole market. The whole market. Dominating is fun. Competing is not fun got it? Remember, it's much easier for people to do business with you when they reach out to you than when you reach out to them. When you're reaching out to them, you're competing, competing and trying to prove yourself. When they reach out to you, they're already sold. And many times, they're selling themselves on hiring your your services. So if you're going to be here on the 26th in Miami and you speak Spanish, please email me. Right now, email me info at monterorganization.com and I'll have my team send you the link. It's going to be an amazing, Thomas, who's walking right now, is going to be speaking right there. You're going to see one of the top, top, top agents in the nation is speaking on how do he dominates his business. We're going to have a panel of about uh, 10, uh, 10 to 12 people speaking on what are they doing today, today to dominate their market. Also, we're going to have a panel of successful real estate women. What are they doing as women, right? As mothers, as wives, as the head of the house, you know, dealing with so many things, become so, so successful and productive in real estate. Josefina is coming from Orlando with six of, his, of her team members, right? To the event. Do not miss it. And Juan Manuel goes like this, right? So write to me info at monteorganization.com. You're almost not sold out because it's not a paid event, we're almost at capacity right now. And, and many of you have been there as a You've been for the past three months, three months. You, you've been there, and, and Thomas, you too. You know, there is always, it's always sold out, and people outside, 60 to 70 people outside, complain that they couldn't get in. They couldn't get in because they didn't get their ticket. You need to have a ticket. So if you're interested on in attending, again, it's a free event. All right. It's going to be on the 26th of August here in Miami, in the Miami Marriott Airport. Info at monteorganization.com will send you that information. All right. So any other questions? Any other questions? What questions or comments? Let's see. I think I have a comment right here. Uh, Jose says, register and looking forward to the event. It's going to be a a life changing, a a career or business changing event. All right. So the last point that I have for today right here, I want to make uh, money in terms of money. The two excuses real estate agents have. What are the two excuses real estate agents have? Number one, I don't have the time. Of course you have the time. The only thing every single human have in common with everybody else is what? Same number of hours. Everybody have 24 hours a day, seven days a week, four weeks a month, 52 two weeks a year, everybody. When we say we don't have the time, all we're saying is it is not a priority for me because if it was, I would get it done, right? Second excuse. No money. No money. Everybody has enough money to get started in real estate. I don't have money to hire a, a virtual assistant. That's three, four hundred dollars a month. I don't have money for marketing. That's three, four hundred dollars a month. A thousand dollars a month. No, I don't have a thousand dollars a month. Yes, you do. And if you don't, guess what? Put it on a credit card. Get into debt. What do you mean? Get, yeah, get into debt because you're already in debt. If you're saying you don't have the money, you're already using your credit to go on vacation, to go to nice restaurants, to go out at night during the weekends. You're already doing that, putting the credit cards, right? So if you're getting into debt, all right, and not getting in any return, well, stop doing that and get into debt to build your business. I'm not saying that you must go into debt. I'm saying that if you don't have the money right now, get into debt, because at least you have an opportunity to get a return on that investment, cover that debt and grow that real estate business. So don't ever say again, you don't have the money. You do, but if you don't have it, then get into debt. Go to the bank and ask for a small line of credit. If you're gonna build any business, any business, you go into debt for what? You go to the bank and what do you do? By the way, Go to the SBA.gov. SBA.gov is a small business administration, right? That's the government entity that controls the loans for small businesses. And it's 85% of all small businesses ask for a loan, a loan to get started. Got it? But those are not $5,000, $10,000 loans. Those are fifty, dollars 100000 $150,000 loans. And I'm not asking you to get into debt for thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Just asking you, all right, for five, $6,000 for the next, what, quarter or two quarters. You're going to get the return on that investment if you follow our program anyways. It's a very short-term debt and very small. So if you don't have the money, then put it on a credit card. You need an assistant and you need a marketing budget. How much of a marketing budget? Go into our marketing budget, uh, uh, marketing modules and you'll see. All right, guys? So those are, and for next week, that's going to be the whole session on, on how, how to change the way we see the real estate business so you can grow your real estate business. Does that make sense? Right? If we change the way we see things, all right, and if we change the people or the, you know, the people we surround ourselves with, then we open our minds to a completely New opportunities, and that's what that's the goal of our coaching is for you to start what thinking different. So you can see, wow, different things. So you can feel that you can do things that you thought or felt that couldn't do before. So now you start taking action. Does that make sense? Last week we were talking about in a radio show, we were talking about the number one factor. What do you think, guys? And some of you listened to that. It was amazing. And I'll show you the article next week. It's not only an an article, it's a video. Uh, It's a a section that ABC News did about a um, an investigation or a research, Harvard University, Columbia, and uh, the Census Bureau did, the United States Census Bureau did about success. Listen to this, guys. Listen to this. Please pay very close attention. You know what the number one factor, the number one factor that determines you know what the number one factor is for determining success? Number one. Number one factor. What do you think it is? What is it? For those of you who listen to it.
2: Taking action?
0: Nope. Nope. In general, the number one factor. Desire. Desire. It's very important too. Desire and taking action. But they found out, Harvard, Columbia University, and the Census Bureau, the number one, the number one factor. By the way, they're asking it right here, right here. Uh, can you please send us the link to the video? Yeah, I'll, fa- I'll find it the video right now. I'm going to see it right here. The number one factor, I'll have it for next week, right? So you can see and read it. Very, it's very interesting. The number one factor that determines success.
2: Isn't it the area where you're located or the, the, the environment you surround yourself with?
0: 100%, your zip code. Your zip code. Your zip code. Listen, if you're born... In an African country, right, your chances of having success are very slim. Unfortunately, there's not even water. It didn't depend on you. I'm not saying that. That's Harvard, Columbia University, and the Census Bureau in the United States. If you are born, right, in a, I don't know, in a very high-end zip code in New York City, your chances of succeeding, at least professionally, are very, very high. If you come from a family of doctors, most likely you're going to become a what? A doctor. A doctor. And if you don't become a doctor, Jenny, the chances of you not going to college are pretty much zero. You might not become a doctor, but you're going to college and to a good college. Didn't depend on you. You were born in a code, surrounded by people that are professional. And by default, you're going to become a professional. Right? Now. Now. Here's a good part. You can't change where you were born. You can't change sometimes your zip code. You don't have the financial, right, means. I'm not talking to anybody in particular to change your zip code, right? But you have the choice to change who you surround yourself with. You do have that option. So that's why since we know that the people that we surround ourselves are the most important thing, that's the one thing you need to pay pay the most attention to, right? So three things that determine success, where you live, right? What you do, and here we go. Who do we do it with? Got it? You already picked the United. You already picked the United States. We already, Why most of us? Most of us are immigrants. Why do we come to the United States? Because it's where we have the highest opportunity. The zip code, right there, right there, right. We didn't go to, a, you know, I don't want to say any country in particular. If you, are, you know, are an immigrant, you didn't go to another South American country because you didn't have the option. You came to the United States, and why Miami? Because it's a large city where you can surround yourself with people similar to you. You didn't go to Oklahoma, right? You picked Miami for a reason, right? So to close today, it's already uh, 11 11 a.m. The question that I have for you today, who are you surrounding yourself with? The way you think is going to be highly, highly, all right, influenced by the people you surround yourself with. Yesterday I was listening to a psychologist and he said to, it is is extremely unfair that our success in life is so much related to the people we spend our time with. If they drink a lot, what tends to happen? you get to drink a lot, right? If they get to study a lot, what happens? You go to good colleges. But if they don't, you don't. And it's just where we were, but, but we have the option to pick the people. So I'm closing today with the following phrase or the following question. Who are you surrounding yourself with? With that, I thank you very much for being here today. Next week, we're going to talk about those nine things that we need to do to change the way you think so you can grow your real estate business. And as always, I'm going to be answering any questions you have. Big hugs to everybody. Nice to be back after three weeks. And I'll see you next Monday. For those of you who are going to be here in Miami and speak a little bit of Spanish, I'll see you on August 26th live in our event at the Miami Merit airport. Take care, guys. See you later. Thank you.